All right, welcome to the next episode of Lounging with Locals. Today I'm talking to my old friend, Michelle Rodriguez. She is a chef up in Traverse City, Michigan, which I'm super excited to hear all about. Uh, we met while working in restaurants in Austin um, and have kind of gone our separate ways, but Michelle and I both share a passion for traveling and food and meeting new people, so I'm super excited to have her on. So, Michelle, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's good to see you. Yeah, you too. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, um, what you do up there for fun in Traverse City and all about that. Okay. Well, um, I am a chef in Traverse City. I own my own company, which I specialize in small catering events and uh, meal prep. Uh, I'm a, basically a personal chef. Um, so I'll do meal prep. I'll do cooking lessons, um, really intimate kind of, you know, things. Um, but I did not go to culinary school. I actually majored in comparative religion and marketing, but from a really young age, I always wanted to be a chef. And so I just never gave up on that. And I'm super passionate and driven. And, you know, now here I am and I've worked in some of the best restaurants in the nation. And I just think that, you know, I want to keep going until I'm beard nominated, you know, I just (laughs) never give up. That's the way to do it. Uh, So I know Traverse is kind of off the radar, but in recent years it's been, you know, talked about in Thrillist articles and such about cool tourism places. I know they have all the apples up there. I think there's even like cherry blossom stuff or uh, it's the apple blossoms, I guess. But uh, so it's a big outdoor city. I know it's a lot of like farm to table stuff, a lot of breweries, a lot of cideries. Give us, you know, being a chef, tell us a little bit about some of those places that you like to frequent. Yeah, so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to move up here is because the food scene in Traverse City, even though it's a small town, is just, like, popping. Um, We have such great, like, produce up here uh, because it is a little bit more rural. We have, like, a ton of farms, um, and, you know, there's hop farms, so the, the breweries up here brew really nice beer with local hops. Um I know a lot of the farmers too, and they're really nice people. Like our farmers market is just amazing. Um, but the breweries actually, like we have really, really good beer up here for a while. We actually had more breweries in like, um, a a small area than, um, like Colorado, you know? Uh, and we also have a ton of, uh, vineyards and all that. We don't really do good reds. Uh, like Riesling is really, really popular up here and Gewürztraminers and, um, Chardonnays and stuff, but reds aren't huge just because it gets so cold. Um, but of course we have ice wine, which is incredible. So yeah, there's just, there's really good food. And, uh, I think the scene is just going to keep, keep, uh, you know, escalating. So cool. Do you have any specific breweries that you like to go to? Um, I like North peak. Uh, I had a crush on the owner for a little bit. Still do. <laughs> But um, I really like Rarebird as well. Rarebird's really small. They don't. They just do their like their drafts at the bar. But like North Peak, you know, sells their cans um, pretty much everywhere, which is awesome. Um, and then there's a small one called Terra Firma, and they have one of the best ambers I've ever had. I'm a huge beer person. Like I definitely prefer beer over wine. What are your go-to beers at North Peak and Rarebird? Mm, Siren Amber Ale at North Peak 
And then uh, Rare Bird has this one called Large Marge, which is kind of like a Hefeweizen kind of thing. It tastes very banana-y, but uh, there's a good amount of hops to it, so it's not too sweet. Nice. Very refreshing. Yeah, it sounds delicious, especially on a nice, warm uh, Michigan evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned wineries. Do you have any specific wineries you like to hit up? Yeah, so I actually was the chef at a place called Black Star Farms. Um, when I first moved up here, they were one of the places that gave me my first chef job um, without you know much experience. I taught myself, so it was kind of a you know on the job training kind of thing. But um, I am divorced now, but I ended up getting married at Black Star Farms as well. It holds a lot of very special memories for me. I know, I was bummed I couldn't make it. Yeah, and it was one of those places that, like, I got to cook for the inn guests and then take, like, the scraps of my food and go, like, feed the animals because it was a farm. Um, And the wine was incredible. So So it's a full, like, winery, farm, restaurant, inn type. That's awesome. That's Black Star Farms? Black Star Farms. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Are there, it's so peaceful. Are there any other sort of you know farms or inn type deals in the area that do that kind of stuff, or is that the only one? Mm. Yeah, there's a Bowers Harbor, which is on Old Mission Peninsula, um, and they're kind of like the same. They do the same kind of stuff. Awesome. Um, so now we got to talk about restaurants, too. What are yes. What are your go-to restaurants up there? So my, like, if someone is going to take me on a date, there's a restaurant called Alliance, and the chef is named James Bloomfield. He actually worked uh, with Paul Key at uh, Key in Austin, and he worked under my ex-husband Gabe for a little bit and said that he was going to move to Austin, so Gabe connected him with Paul, and he learned a lot from him, but um, he's just incredibly talented, and he's doing things in Traverse City that you would find in, like, New York and Chicago and all that. So definitely incredible food. Okay. What, Good and that's just like farm to table, local it's fare. It's farm to table. Um, he does use a lot of different like Asian influences too, but it's by no means an Asian restaurant. Okay. But he d- does like a lot of fresh herbs. Uh, he works with a lot of the farmers. So it's badass. Any other hot spots to, you know, grab a bite to eat yes. in town? So there's one called Trattoria Stella, which is a Italian restaurant that has been nominated for a lot of James Beard Awards as well, even though we're a small community. And it is located in an old, insane asylum. Damn. Um, I worked there as well. And the chef is, um, he's like a nose to tail kind of chef. So he'll serve, you know, pig brains and pig face and uh, you know, does all of his own cured meats and um, definitely does some things that you wouldn't think a lot of people in this area would try. Um, Traverse City, you have a mixture of foodies and also the people who come up in the summer who are straight tourists who just want their steak and potatoes and steamed broccoli. So, you know, it's it's always kind of a question mark, like what are people going to go for? But Stella always nails it. That sounds awesome. Um, but I guess then on the flip side, are there any little burger joints or fast casual places that if you just need a quick meal that you like would recommend? Yeah, there's a place called Slabtown Burgers and, um, they were like the number one 
a burger joint on TripAdvisor for like the Midwest or something. So that's pretty good. But yeah, yeah, we have a lot of little food trucks too that are incredible. Any, anyone in particular that you really Yeah, there's one called Happy's Taco Shop. And uh, it does some, like, really weird tacos. So it will do, like, a lamb cheeseburger taco and, like, you know, a kimchi pork taco, like a Korean beef bulgogi taco. And it's not, like, the traditional stuff. But they have that, too. Yeah. That's cool. That sounds pretty funky. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I know you're also a big outdoors person. You're always going on hikes and trails and stuff with your beautiful little daughter. Uh, do you have any trails or, you know, places that you'd like to go around different lakes that people might not know about that, and I don't want to give away all your secrets, but, uh, any cool little trails you can recommend? Yeah. So, um, the Empire Bluffs, um, uh, the Michigan, like Northern Michigan is definitely known for cherries and the Sleeping Bear Sand Dunes. The Sleeping Bear Sand Dunes, it's absolutely breathtaking. We were... Uh, we won, like, the most beautiful place in America on, like, Good Morning America, and um, it should be, like, another wonder of the world. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. Um, the water is crystal clear, and there's just sand for, you know, as far as the eye can see. Lake Michigan is so pretty on this side. I loved Chicago, but honestly... Lake Michigan on that side, it was like I would walk on the beach and there'd be like broken glass and needles and like trash and (laughs) the water wasn't very clear. And here it's like, you know, you can see straight to the bottom. So how is that Sleeping Bear Sand Dunes close to you? Sleeping Bear Sand Dunes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes from me. So that's rad. Is that, I mean, like I said, I always see you out there hiking and stuff. Is that kind of where you go when you do that stuff? I do that, and um, there's a bunch of little trails right near me. I mean, we have we have some of the, like, we have lakes all over the place here, and there's trails that pretty much go all around them. And then there's, um, if you're into biking, there's something called the Tart Trail, and it runs all the way from Traverse City up to Northport, which is probably like an hour drive. But uh, on your bike, you know, it'll take you a couple hours. But there's breweries all along the trail, which makes it real fun to go up. But on the way back, you're like, oh, shit. Um, But there is a bus that'll take you back, which is nice. And you can bring your bike on the bus. Dude, that's rad. They, like, Mm -hmm. know that people are just going to get hammered on the way up and need a ride back. Oh, my God. You would love it here. It's so beautiful. I hope you come and visit. I I really want to. I absolutely want to. Um. Well, as you said, you do like to drink your beers. Do you have any, like, uh, divey, hole-in-the-wall places if you just need to go grab a beer that you go to? For sure. There's one called You and I, okay. um, and it is, you know, it's cheap. You know, you can get, like, a dollar PBR, um, and they have pretty decent food. It's not, like, a foodie place, but, like, you can get, like, you know, fried mozzarella sticks and... Um, it's kind of like Greek, um, so they have euros there and Spanakopita and stuff like that, but it's like shitty bar food. That sounds but awesome. it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and then you have it sober, and you're like, oh, it's not as good as I like remember after a couple PBRs, but it's, it's really good. And then there's another one called Brady's, which, again, I mean, a shot of, like, 
you know, the best tequila is probably like $8. Oh, geez. And they have really good chicken wings. It is one of those places that there's just like dead deer heads on the wall and like probably a cup, couple Trump stickers around there, but you know, it's okay. It's it's called the neighborhood bar, so everyone is accepted. Oh, okay. But I will say when I went there after voting for Hillary Clinton and I wore like my like you know, stayed nasty shirt. I was pretty much the only one in the bar that had blue on, but you know. <laughs> That's probably uh, rural Michigan for you. Yeah. I'm sure you deal with that stuff a lot. Um, awesome. Well, I'm going to jump into some of these other questions I like to ask all my guests. Um, you touched on it a little bit about your ideal date location at Alliance. Um, but what else would a, an ideal day-long first date entail for you in Traverse City? So, um, I, yeah, Alliance is like a fancier place, but I, I do love going to hole in the wall places on first dates because I want guys to know that I'm not just like a materialistic girl. I'm that girl that'll shoot whiskey straight with you and I've done play it. pool and, you know, go for a walk on the beach because the beach here is really, really nice. Um, and there's a place called Little Fleet that's a bar that's just, like, really chill. They're the ones that have all the um, food trucks. But, you know, coffee's always good. Just whatever. I'm not I'm not too hard to please as long as the guy is super sexy and <laughs> really nice and funny. Then we're going to have a good time no matter what. Nice. Uh, do you have any coffee spots in particular that you like to go uh, sit and read in or get yeah. some work done? There's one called Black Market, and they roast their own beans, and it is connected to a plant store that like sells indoor plants. And if you can't tell from my Instagram, I have about 60 indoor plants in my house. So um, I really like going there, but it's also very dangerous because if I wander on into the plant store my four dollar coffee becomes a you know sixty dollar trip <laughs> i have but, noticed but you have a wonderful green thumb you keep them all alive yeah. i actually yes. i'll send it to you after this but I, I sent a meme that i saw today to some friends that it's like a lady holding up a plant and said oh do you want to come to my house to die and it's like that's 90 percent of my fucking indoor plants because i bring them home and my apartment just doesn't have any light and so yeah it's fucked and it's a million degrees in central texas so i will say like traverse city is a very very small place like i i'm very well connected because of the restaurant industry but also i'm very talkative um so when i go to black market i know like 80 percent of the people in there because it's always really small and so if i don't want to be seen that day if i'm like hungover or something i'll go i'll go somewhere else Where's that, that place? Where's your other place? Spot. If you want to hide. Oh, God. Uh, Brew. There's a place called Brew that's, you know, a little bit bigger, so you don't run into as many people. Yeah. Um, all right, next question. If I come to visit, or when I come to visit, where is, like, the go-to brunch spot besides sitting at your table? Yeah. I would make you pretty good brunch. I know. But, I've, um, I've, there's I a see place the pictures called you S2S. Make. And uh, they do the most unique breakfast ever. You know, they'll do like a duck leg confit, you know, uh, dish with like a poached egg and like a risotto. But like they make it very breakfasty. Um, 
Their quiche is amazing. They're actually the chefs that I worked under at Black Star Farms, and they taught me a lot. So I owe them a lot of my business because they also cater. So um, most of my business is word of mouth. And so people call them and ask them to cook for like 10 people. And it's just not worth, you know, bigger catering companies time. So they'll send them to me. So I owe them a lot. They're really good people. Nice. All right. We'll follow on with that. So I come up for a long weekend. Give me a breakdown of like the activities of what we're doing, where we're going, what kind of shit we're seeing. So I would um, definitely show you around downtown Traverse City, show you all the little shops, but we would take a road trip up the Lelanau Peninsula where there's probably like 30 different wineries. It's incredible. It's so pretty, and the whole coast goes along the water. Um, I would also probably take you for a day trip down to Frankfurt, Michigan, which is the place that I had a cottage my whole life. Um, there, it's very, very small, but that's where a lot of the memories of my brother who passed away are like my family. We used to go fishing there. Um, and there's a brewery there called storm cloud brewery and they do an awesome job too. But, you know, we would take a walk on the pier and maybe go to the beach and, um, I would just show you a bunch of little breweries and wineries along the way. Cause I know you appreciate that. For sure. Um, and say so I do come up for the, the cherry blossoms, when, you know, is there any like specific spot to go see that? Or like, is it just anywhere everywhere. and everywhere? It's, it's everywhere. We're actually, I mean, we are named the cherry capital of the world. Okay. Of the world. We have a, like a festival called the Cherry Fest, and it brings in 500,000 people up to Traverse City in the summer. And uh, due to COVID, it was canceled. It's usually in July. And it's a really, really big deal for our community. Like, I can't believe that it was canceled. It sucks for our tourism. But at the same time, there's a lot of people who are super happy about it. Because when 500 people come into a place that has, like, 20,000 people as the population... All of a sudden, there's traffic. All of a sudden, there you can't find a parking spot. All of a sudden, people are bitching and complaining about, you know, like, trash and, and whatever. But I, I depend on the people that come up for the summer for my job. So hopefully next year. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very similar to, like, growing up in Napa. You know, you, like, bitch and yeah, complain exactly. about all the tourists and people coming in and, you know, getting in the way and driving super slow through the valley but then on the other hand, like, without tourism, Napa's just another, like, little dirt road on the side of the town. Right, you know, like, exactly. it's nothing. So if we don't have that tourism, you know, we don't exist. So I, I yeah. get what you mean, for sure. It's, it's definitely a double-edged sword. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> awesome. Well, is there any other, uh, you know, probably our weekend would be a lot of drinking and debauchery. Is there uh, any other more PG-13 activities like to do with your daughter or, you know, if you had grandparents come to visit or? Um, In the summer when the, like, you know, the cherries start coming and the blueberries start coming, there's a lot of you pick places. So we could go pick our own asparagus at Norconk Farm or our own um, cherries at Cherry Basket Farm or there's a place called Buckins uh, Blueberry Patch and they do really good blueberries. Like, our produce is insane. When you taste a strawberry in July in northern Michigan, it's like 
heaven in your mouth. I mean, it's just the best thing you'll ever taste. And I live right down the road from a corn farm called Hall's Corn Farm. And like, I feel like it's like a sin to even cook the corn because it's so good that I just eat it raw off the off the cob. Really? It's incredible. Oh my God, it's so good. Raw corn. I just made a corn ice cream yesterday for no reason. I saw that. Because I, I want, a, you know, summer. It snowed today, and it's May 9th or something. And so I want a taste of summer, so I made a corn ice cream, and I'm going to put it with grilled peaches and then make, like, a cornbread crumble with some fresh basil and maybe, like, some mascarpone um, cream on the plate. Sounds delicious. I could come visit and just hang out at your house and eat the whole time and not have to do anything else. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, is there any other locations, places, things you want to talk to people about before we get to the last question? Um, I mean, we have so many cool little cities within an hour drive of Traverse City that I definitely think that everyone should check it out. You'd, you'd be surprised at how many people know about Traverse City. When I was last in Austin, I was in a Uber, and the guy asked where I was visiting from, and I said Traverse City, and he said I go on one vacation a year, and it's always to Traverse City, Michigan. And I was like, what? He said it's the most beautiful place I've ever visited in my life. So that's awesome. Well, yeah. I look forward to coming to visit. But this question is kind of the flip side of that. Say tomorrow, you are, uh, you know, you get an awesome chef's job in LA that you can't turn down and you're leaving Traverse City. You're not coming back for a long time. What is your final day in Traverse City looking like? What are you doing? Um, Honestly, my parents live 10 minutes away. So I would skip downtown and I would go to my parents and I would have my mom's chicken and dumplings or my dad and I would go fishing in Frankfurt on his boat and we would come back, and he always makes, like, a nice whole grilled salmon with, like, capers and dill and grilled lemon and stuff like that. So, I mean, my parents are not chefs by any means, but, like, my mom is a professional uh, landscaper and florist and gardener and all that. And my dad has fished his whole life and hunted. So I think that a lot of my appreciation for food um, – happened because I saw my parents use fresh ingredients and so even though sometimes we use hamburger helper or shake and bake or whatever (laughs) um you know they always tried so awesome well I really appreciate you coming on I had an absolute blast catching up with you um it was wonderful to see your face I hope the weather gets a little bit better do you want yeah. to tell everyone a little bit how to get a hold of you if they ever want to come up there and learn more or call on you to come cook for them? Yes. Yes. So uh, you can find me on Instagram at Amor underscore Comida. That's A-M-O-R underscore C-O-M-I-D-A. And that's where I post most of my food or information um, just because I'm more of a visual person. Um, and... Uh, I post a lot of stories too but you can also contact me at Michelle with two L's at AmorComita.com and AmorComita means love food and that is what I do I love food I really do awesome well I appreciate y'all and I will talk to you soon okay bye